brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. What's up, y'all? Peace to the city. Peace to the planet, man. A new episode. This one's going to be a good one, guys. Super excited to have you guys a part of what we know as the Black Men Ventu Podcast. The baddest podcast in Nashville. Only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Jumbo. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And man, I'm going to tell you this, it's just good to be alive. I know if you listen to this podcast, you hear me say that a lot, but think about this. It's better to be seen than viewed. I'm not ready to be viewed yet. I like being seen. So with that being said, I'm sitting here looking outside, man, right now, man. It's a beautiful day. Man, the sun is out again, but it's a little overcast, a little cloudy, man. So the wind is blowing a little bit. But guess what? That just makes it better, man, when you sit in the shade, man, and you put them brand new earbuds you got on them, them, uh, them iPods, man, them, uh, them, uh, them, uh, whatever kind of Bluetooth instrument you got. Put that stuff on, man. Get outside in the shade. Enjoy this breeze before the rain comes. Guess what? The rain is coming. So it might you might need a little water on your grass, whatever the case may be. But God get ready to help you out. But I'm going to help you out by helping you with some mental health information by turning this podcast on and listening to today's episode. And from the mental health perspective that this guy's coming from, yeah, if you ain't never uh, been the type of cat man that liked them uh, video games back in the day, well, yeah, this dude was on the game. Check that out. Man. Black men vent to the Ratchet Weather Report, man. It's a beautiful day outside. A little overcast, man. Rain may be on the way later on today, later on this week. But we got another episode out, yes, man. Sir. So whether it's yes, rain, sleet, hell, or snow, yeah, Black men vent to, we're going to put episodes out, making sure that we put out mental health dialogue and content yeah, to continue to expose yeah, that black men, we need help too. Yeah. Man, today's episode... My dog, Headache, man. I remember, anybody remember the Street Hoops Come basketball on, game? Come on, man. Back in the day, man, you know you had them dudes jumping from the free throw line, yeah. dunking and shooting threes from half court and all that stuff. Well, hey, man, this dude was doing it live, and we got him. We got him, y'all. Hey, man, a former N1 basketball phenom, man. He has done some time in the NBA, done some time overseas. Tim Gittens Jr., better known as Headache joins our podcast today, man. I am super, super excited. As a matter of fact, Tim Gittins Sr. He has a son, Tim Gittins Jr. That's right, that's Tim right. Gittins that's Sr. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let me correct that, brother. Also known as Headache, and he goes by many of names, but I know one thing. When you seen him on that court, you knew who he was and knew what he was about, man. Right after this sponsorship segment break, we're going to get right into it, guys. We have Tim Gittins Sr., better known as Ann One's Headache. On Black Men Ventu Podcast, guys. Right after the sponsorship segment break, we're gonna get right into it. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? All right, man. Just like that. Just like that. We're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys. Good morning again, man. Y'all know how we rock, man. The baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show filled with a podcast undertone. The, the only. only, the only black. Father and Son Podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. As I always say, why wouldn't you support something like this? Yeah. We back, man. New week. 
new morning man super super excited to have the guest that we have yeah, today man 100 plus episodes i think man the guy that's with us he's episode 106 107 i done lost count you know but god is good we are super excited man to have in front of us today a very very well known person if you if you're in the n1 mm -hmm. industry if you know mm -hmm. something about basketball, legendary status anything yeah. about New York and just how they ball up in New York. I mm -hmm. thought we had some hoopers here, but Mr. Tim said he would have dogged all of them back. Probably dog them now. He's in the song, introducing the others, man. The one and only and one's finest, yeah, man. Mr. Tim Giddens, also known as Headache. How you doing, Doc? Yeah, I'm good, man. Highly favored and blessed. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. I, I just I'm I'm excited to have you, man. I I um I, I think I can hoop. You know, I, I try, man. It, it, this left hand, I let it ride sometimes. You feel me? But I'm just super excited, man, yeah, to man. naturally have the caliber brother that you are, man. Have your story. And, um, hey, man, welcome to the podcast, man. You no, know, thank you for having me. You yes, know, sir. We all got a little hoop in all of us. Everybody's just different levels. That's, that's it. it. That's <laughs> it. I, I, I got to be on a low level because I ain't got no money. I like it. I like it. Like when he said that. You can hear back up hooping, but yeah. you know, just different levels. Right. I know, but he ain't going to say you sign. Right, right, right. He ain't going to say that. Yeah. Hey, hey, we learned a long time ago when old people say you'll never embarrass nobody. You never know they're going to be in life. You might be my future boss. Hey, man. <laughs> that's Check that out. That's, that's, that's real, man. That's real. Yeah, that's hey, real. That's real, yeah. man. I'm excited, man. Let's mm -hmm. let's get into it. Uh, Pops, man, lead, lead us in with a couple Man, with a, with a what question. I was thinking about, man, when I, when I heard, you know, when I first, we talked to you in the Friday event, and I told you, man, 13 was my favorite number also. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like 13, because they said when you get on the elevator, there's not a 13th floor. And I'm like, man, well, that's got to be my lucky number because the odds have always been against me. So I took 13 when I played softball. That was my number, man. Then I saw you, and it said headache. I said, yeah, man, what is that all about? So, yeah. man, tell us, man, what headache 13 is all about. Oh, man, so um, headache 13 was one of my passions, but, you know, it's my nickname and also a number I wore and my dad wore when he played with the Globetrotters. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing was when it formed, it was, it was formed out of the fact of things that's not being done. Mm. And so when I was on tour, and stuff like that and going around the city and you see kids that now I'm getting the toolage, you know, and things I want to do. But I was also a kid that was given opportunity through somebody who helped me. Yes. So Headache 13, um, the whole slogan is Headache 13, one life, one choice, one time. And mm. basically what that is, you got one life to win, you got one time to make the right choice. Yes. And we all understand that as black men, and, you know, black people that we have to do that because we don't get a whole bunch of chances. Lord have mercy. And I'm not saying you're not going to get another one because I believe God ordered our steps. So, yes. So you might get another chance, but you might have to go five steps back when you could just have one step and one step and one step. So you know? true. So, so true. that's that's one of the reasons why it was birthed out. And then the, one of the best things I ever did was do that because when I, it caused a lot of ripple because when I was on Amherst Tech, I was like, no, I'm tired of watching our kids who can't afford enough and have to sign toilet papers and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. So when I invested, I invested into an autograph card and I gave them out. And mm. it caused ripple with the company because mm -hmm. they didn't think of it. But mm -hmm. I also have a degree in marketing. Yes. Know? No, they only yes. see is what they think they know. Yeah. Come know, on, man. So, yeah. so Come you know, on, man. When they, when they see a when they see a black brother dribble basketball, they think that's all we know because mm -hmm. we're good at it. True right? that. So, True they that. They don't go no. They don't go no farther than the surface. So, and that's some of the things I try to improve with with all our youth and our student athletes. So, one of the biggest one of the biggest missions of Headache Thirteen is to create true student athletes mm. and when i say I'll, i put students in front student of student athletes even I get if you it. don't go to school you mm -hmm. still have to learn the game and yeah. basketball teaches you the game of life yes you know and to me that's the biggest thing like i, I told my son i tell my daughter who i have i said look you might have you don't have to play basketball on, on the cause but i want you to i want you to play because we talk about the five people in the basketball court mm -hmm. that's how it's going to be in the workforce you want when on the basketball court you got to be able to 
talk to that point guard or that two guard. Mm -hmm. but, but you can't scream at him. You might have to yell at the center. You mm -hmm. might have to hug this one. Mm -hmm. This one might be a jerk. This yeah. one might be a jerk. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's working. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. So basketball taught me how to deal with people. Man, come on. You know, and being a point guard, I knew how to manipulate the situation. Lead leadership skills you know, and, also. Mm -hmm. And every good employer want to hire an athlete because we are able to take pressure because mm -hmm. we've been yelled at our whole career. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, right. Yeah. right. And yeah. just to be funny, I was working at FedEx when I first came out, an operational manager. And the boss used to come around. He'd be yelling at everybody. And I'm still in cruise control walking. Mm -hmm. And everybody like, why you don't get physical? I said, because only two things you can do that God can't. I said, he can, he can hire me and fire me. That's it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when, he, when he walked on the floor, we both met. We put our pants on left and right. Exactly. So, exactly. so I'm exactly. not going to change my speed because he walked in the room. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to do what he hired me to do. I'm going to do the job. And mm -hmm. other than that, there's no reason to have us have a conversation. Yes. And when I started man. doing that, yeah. that changes yeah. everything. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. I love that attitude, mm -hmm. man. Because mm -hmm. I, I shared it with my son. When, when he was coming through, I used to tell him all the time, him and my other son, I said, man, if you're doing what they tell you to do, then you ain't got to worry about it. That's been my philosophy on my job since I walked in the door. If I'm doing what you're telling me to do and I'm doing it at a rate in which you're going to pay me for, then I ain't got to worry about you because I'm always going to be doing what you tell me to do. And I might go above and beyond if I respect the job and respect you. I'm going to even go above and beyond because I think this is where I need to be and where God wants me to be. But if this ain't the place, then guess what? I'm going to do what I need to do right here. Then I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> That's how that go. If you don't leave, God will move you. Come on, man. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Getting into this conversation, man, Mr. Tim, talk about uh, talk about your family background, man. Your mom's pops if he was there if he wasn't there uh you mind sharing that with us man um, how did that shape you into the man that you are and the pops played with the globe trotters yeah so come on man oh yeah uh oh, so yeah. my my dynamic was a little different but not like anybody other um i grew up without my dad and my mom probably at early i lost my dad when i was when he was not when i was nine mm -hmm. um so and my dad was a was an old school 70 guy so mm -hmm. when he had me you know he papa was rolling stone you mm -hmm. know that, that, that song is for real <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, he, yeah. So when, I, when I was probably eight or nine, he's probably in his fifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it had some kicking in it. Yeah, yeah, One stone never turned. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It, was, it was that, and then you know, my mom, my mom was kind of in out my life on growing up, and mm -hmm. you know, the streets, you know, mm -hmm. got a hold of her, and um. And then have it, so they, I'm, I'm living with her for a little bit, and then mm. my aunt kind of took over that realm. So mm -hmm. it was like me jumping around, and just that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But we all know, like when we talk about family dynamic, mm -hmm. just having your mom and dad, it yes. didn't really affect me because I was so used to moving and have to deal with that. Right. So it, it forced me to have that tough skin, mm. which I, which I would want no kid to ever have because yeah. it's just you make mistakes because of that. Yes. You know, and you don't let nobody in because of that. True that. And so, True that. Living my on them, that was part of it, and it, it just forced me to be good. But then also, too, basketball was my connection to my dad because mm -hmm. I always heard how much he played and how much what he did for everybody mm -hmm. else. And it was kind of insulting, too, mm -hmm. because I watch all these pros, like you know, like Kobe Bryant being dads to come play with his Kareem Jabbar's playing in Holland Park with wow. at the play at the battlegrounds. And mm -hmm. Rob McCullough who played in the NBA, all of them knew my dad. Yeah. So I only knew of the stories. Mm -hmm. You know, I got, I got to see him for a little bit, but then. You know how I go, like you hear all these stories, like dang. Yeah, you know, I wish I could have been around. Yeah. You know, been able to hang out with him and teach right. me how to shoot a jump shot and stuff like that. Right, but that wasn't the case. But when I fell in love with basketball, it was more for my relationship with him. Like, right. this is the only connection I have. Mm. You know, okay. and my mom piece. It was just she in my life. She came back in my life my senior, going in my senior year, right after I got hurt. 
I didn't know at the time she was dying mm-hmm. and she didn't tell us. Mm-hmm. But when you put two and two together, because I used to go walk her back home and see her and then I'd be like, you know, you know, inshore is a, is a sign of, you know, the body's breaking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. You know, That's so, true. So yeah. I, I didn't understand it. And mm-hmm. then I lost her like after come my life a month and then my senior year, I got hurt and I lost her. And then that anger built, built yeah. up. Mm-hmm. So it was like, just, mm-hmm. and then we forced that to, for mm-hmm. me to be the, mm-hmm. un, wrong choice of words, but be that killer in basketball. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that was my release. Yeah, that you was know, your fuel, man. Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that kind of what it was. And that's kind of my background when it came to that. So mm-hmm. everything I do and push for my kids and my family is the fact that I didn't have it. So I'm going to give you what I didn't have. Wow. I like you know, that, so, man. Yeah. Strap your boots, Nashville. We finna party like it's 1999. What's up, Nashville, man? What's going on to you guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast on the tone. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? If you guys follow our platform, then now, during this moment, we get ready for a black man vent to ad break, guys. Who has invested in our podcast today let's check it out man i'm super excited for today's advertisement guys man check this out have y'all been to the celebration headquarters of nashville tennessee a place where you can get good food good music good times what are you waiting on guys soul nashville is the place to be at guys soul nashville is a restaurant that is doing a whole lot of whole lot of man and it is nothing but culture aesthetics it's almost man look 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 enough of talking about it let's see what they got going on at soul nashville man shout out to my girl nicole if you ain't met the owner of soul nashville miss nicole that is a diva often imitated never duplicated and she has put this restaurant in nashville for everybody to love and enjoy, man. Let's check out Soul Nashville, guys. At Soul Nashville, they have live music. You can come in and, uh, and uh, you may hear a saxophonist. You may hear somebody playing the harmonica. You never know what you're gonna get at Soul Nashville. Live music, they have comedy shows, kid-friendly. You get a true, unique dining experience, guys. Black Man Ventu has been in Soul Restaurant, and I tell you what, man, it is a true, true awesome experience. It is aesthetically pleasing. You can reserve for birthday events, for parties. Kids eat free on Monday. Come on now. Kids eat free on Monday. And ooh, here's my favorite. Taco Tuesdays. Soul Restaurant, guys. Soul Nashville has Taco Tuesdays where they serving $5 tequila shots and $3 tacos. Oh my God. What are you waiting on, man? What are you waiting on, guys? Get down there right now. Get down there today. Have your brunch, have your lunch, have a tequila shot, birthdays. They just did. Guys, Soul Nashville just hosted their first wedding reception. They had the couple, the newlywed couple, dance on the soul stage guys what restaurants you know in nashville that is black owned that is doing something like wedding receptions come on guys tap in with nicole and soul nashville where you can find again good food good music and good times at the celebration 
headquarters. For more information, guys, tap into their Instagram page at S-O-U-L Nashville, Tennessee. That is Soul Nashville T-N. Contact them at 615-813-7685 for more info. Nicole, we love you, sister. Super, super excited to have you be a part of our advertisement break. Let's get back into the episode. I like yeah. that. Yo, did, so did you, have you ever, well, let me ask this first question. So your relationship with your father was not what, it wanted, what you wanted to be. Did you find yourself in some strange kind of way still trying to prove your worth to him through playing basketball? It was actually big because mm-hmm. when like Bob McCullough, like like we, we call him like Uncle Bob, mm-hmm. he, he, he played back in the day Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and, and like Holland, no Holland, great. He got each one teach one. He does a lot of stuff in the community. Mm-hmm. Rucker Park, the original home called Rucker. Okay. Um, but he's always telling me stories and stuff like that. I remember the first time he saw me in high school, and I was I was at Rice and I transferred to Madison Center and I was on the baseline doing a whole bunch of you no know, playing and, and, and doing what I do, and he was like, man. If your dad can see you now, mm. you know, you you just like they call him Timmy. You mm-hmm. just like Timmy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and you know that you know it made you know made me smile a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, the competitive us, I'm like this, I gotta be better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, be better yeah. than dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad was little, he was like one of the smaller globe trials. So mm-hmm. I, I got my mom height. So okay. I, you know, so okay. And she was like six two. You know, okay. so that that was the that to me that was like okay. Yeah, I got it. But now I gotta be better. Yeah, and yeah. then when I when I, be, when, I when I played when I, when I played for the Globe Challenge, it was like okay, I'm 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 where he was at. Mm-hmm. And then when I and when I actually was with the Globe Challenge, I actually I started the annual mixtape the year prior. Mm, and I went right. to the Globe Challenge because the you know season was over. And I played right. with them with Manny Jackson. And right. Then when I left there and then kept playing and got the trial for the New York Knicks, I was like. You know, my mom go okay. I need to make this team because I want to outdo what yeah, dad could. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. So like, exactly. It's, it's, it's always that element. Yeah, like, exactly, man. man. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, like hold that's, that little hangover. That's the drive. <laughs> yep, that's the drive, man. He, he reminded me and you, though. No, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. And that's the drive, man. Because even I love my kids, man, but I never want them to beat me in anything. Yeah. But I, but you know what? But I want them to get to the point where they can. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. I went over there recording. I already told them. I said, I ain't gonna let you win. But on 21st birthday, I'll give you a free one. I stay in shape just for him. He, yeah, yeah. He's seventeen in August. Yeah, he, he got he got four more. He got four more years. That's to, it. To get in good enough yeah, shape. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm still you not still going good, to right. I'm still not going to win. champion. I'm gonna give him one shot. That is one shot. I'm gonna finish. The last time I played him, I won. We ain't played no more. I'm retiring a champion, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause look, I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah. I know he can get me now, so I ain't even me going down no that street. Yeah, ain't no need to be going down that street. No problem. You know who did that to me? So, uh, <laughs> and I'll give y'all a caveat. So, my, my, we got a lot of big bros in New York City. So, Rod Strickland, no doubt, big bro. Rod Strickland, yeah, yeah man. Punt guard for the Knicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, he like he. Him and Mark Jackson kind of helped raise mm. me and watch them. So I remember man, he brought me to his camp to play in his camp. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was in high school and I was destroying by the camp. So mm-hmm. he, he pulled me out because I was talking too much mm-hmm. and decided to play me one on one in front of the whole camp. Mm. 
and I was I was excited about it. You yeah. know, and my mom like nobody's better than me. I yeah. don't care yeah. who you are. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. understanding the level that yeah. Raw Strickland yeah. was at. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and he said you get humbled quick. But, yeah. but the first two plays, okay. I get it. I get it. I throw through his legs, lay it up, and, and start talking. And everybody, you know, all of like about hundred. And I swore he turned around and like hit like an NBA switch. Like I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. He flipped it by his knee. And he got it. And then he scored like the next three in a row. Mm. And then he caught the ball and hit me with one of the quickest, I don't know, it was a jab, hesitation, whatever, what if you roll raw, raw, I got everything. Mm. And I twist my ankle. Oh. I turned Mm. over and everybody went crazy and started laughing. And and Mm. and, but at that point, yeah, yeah. I was mad. Mm -hmm. I could barely walk. I finished the game. Mm -hmm. But ever since that. When I became who I was, I started yeah. working. And it's, it's a video out YouTube. You show me working out with Raw, mm-hmm. and every time we worked out, when I was trying to get to the league, mm-hmm. after work out, oh, we'll play, you know, ones, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Yo, I need my one back." Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he looked at me because then now I was headache. Yeah, and right. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah right. and I was so serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. he's at the right. end of his career, and yeah. I'm like this. Ah, yeah. I, I need, I need to make you feel what you made me yeah, feel. Right. When I, and we laugh about it every time I see him. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. coach at LIU now. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I saw him like two weeks ago, and I grabbed his, I grabbed his bicep. And he was like, he's still in shape. Yeah, yeah. Like you ready? You ready? Like, you ready? Back? Like, I'm, I'm still mad. Like, you ready? Look at me and say, no. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You said like me, man. Because every, every blue moon, I walk in the house, I be like, pop. You real? You know what I'm saying? Every blue moon, yeah. I walk in here like, you're yeah. right. You got to get him on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that jump shot. I heard that jump shot. That jump shot still work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you a story about one time. This one, I don't race them no more. Man, I tried to race them one time. And dude, when I took off, everything was good. Then I felt something like pink. Yep. And next thing I know, next thing I know, they was gone. I was still in one spot. I'm like, yeah, that's my last time doing that. You know what I'm saying? But you just said the piece. Man. I wasn't in shape. See, you stand in shape. Yeah. I think, yeah. man, when you talk about competing, man, it's it's a beautiful it's thing. It's a competitive it's a beautiful between thing. Between me and yeah, that's a good you, thing. When you I think when you when you I'm gonna talk about what we talk about with a couple of people, and I'm gonna ask you this. Do you agree with kids receiving participation trophies and the reason why i asked it let me preface why i asked it me and my dad i think we firm believers on it first place second place maybe third maybe maybe anything after that you know like what, what we're talking about participation trophy you know what i'm saying you get a trophy just because you had a jersey so what's your and take? Just because you participated yeah. in the league coming from from from, <laughs> yeah. from headache himself yeah. the, the ultimate competitor what's your take on just kids not truly learning a win is a win and a loss is a loss yeah and and i hate everything about it yeah because with the, with thank the, you my bro what, 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 <laughs> what your podcast is about mm-hmm. and i think that came in place because people wanted to dumb down our culture yes sir. Mm. And yes sir. i had the issue with my son but i take it in a step further mm-hmm. the last 10 to 20 years when they started this foolishness, mm-hmm. we had more black kids and minorities commit suicide because they can't handle a loss mm-hmm. than anything in life. You know? Come on, man. So, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I give you a funny story. We sit in the gym with my daughter and she's doing the flipping contest for like the state of in Cincinnati. She's flipping. She's like maybe like eight. Mm-hmm. It's my middle baby. And um, she flipping and she rolled over and she fell. And she got up and she finished it, but she knew she wasn't going to get the first place medal. She's going to get either third or second mm-hmm. or fourth. 
because that's what they do in the gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And she came to me and she ran up to me and she was crying. And it's like, you know, it was a whole bunch of other um, paper people in the building that's right. wrapped around me. Mm-hmm. And she sits on my lap. My wife sends her right at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's wrong, baby girl? Not hugging her. She's sitting on my lap. And then, you know, everybody's trying to listen to see what mm-hmm. I was going to say to her. I'm like, what's wrong? I said, damn, I'm not going to get first place. And she's crying. I said, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I said, how do we, how do, we do that then? How do we right. fix it? Right. She said, she said, I just got to go back and practice and work hard. I said, okay, you fine, kissing the floor and kept going. Right. And that part was right there, me building her up to learn how, how to get better at She was eight years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the funny part yeah. about mm-hmm. it is the white people in front of me, I'm saying white, not to be racial, but mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turn around. She's like, well, you, dad, you were supposed to hug her in that moment. And I, and give her a kiss on her forehead. I said, I said, man, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You might not understand this right now. But life ain't gonna hug my daughter when Ooh, she's in there. Man, talk, man. So talk, man. I hug her when the time is necessary. Yes, sir. But right now, that ain't that time. I yes, want my sir. I want my kid when she plays against your kid to destroy her. Come on, come on. I said. <laughs> yeah. So if I teach her yeah. how to win now, she'll win later. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, come on. yeah. There's no, there's no, other, there's no other conversation. When my it. son's sitting here, his first time coming home from competing, he told me the most asinine thing ever in life, and I was like, "Yo, son, you gotta go hard in basketball." And he was like, "Yeah." The teacher, Jim, she's told me we should just always just have fun. I said, always have fun in what, son? Yeah, I always talk. See what I'm saying? saying? I said, I said, I said, son, don't listen to me. See what I'm saying? I said, let me ask you a question. Wow. I said, I'm gonna put it in your terms. I said, you like girls? Like, yeah. I said, you think that one girl in the classroom ain't comp- Bobby, you, John ain't competing for? That's called competition. Say that, Mr. Taylor. I said, you think when you go to the lunchroom and there's five pieces of menu, like you ain't gonna race that person and get that last one you want? That's competition. Yes, sir. I said. You want to be he's a drummer. You want to be the number mm-hmm. one drummer in the room. You got practice be better than other person. Mm-hmm. That's competition. Yes, sir. When you get a job and get an interview, come on, it's gonna be a hundred people. That's so true. That's called competition. That's so yes, sir. That's so so why would you not compete? Wow. And because wow. you're black, you gotta compete against even the dude. Yes, so even harder. So yes. The person who told you what color was she, son? Mm. He was like, "What you mean, Dad? What color was she?" Mm. He was like, "Oh, it's the gym teacher, the white lady." I said, "Exactly." She'll never know the struggle. She'll never know the struggle. Yeah. She'll never understand why we go to we go to job interviews. We gotta be ten times better. Man, man. And I said, man. all that's called competition. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. But if you prepare now, yeah, the pain won't hurt. You just yeah. Like, we all all of us in the room that that's over twenty five. We all understand. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be told no fifty times before Come we on. get a one. Man, yeah, man. But we not we yeah. We, but we not gonna sit down and cry about it. Yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. this generation has been built on the stuff that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. one no turns them into I need to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. How do we how do we defeat that? Mm-hmm. We have to stop buying into the fact that everybody will make money off a kid, so I can charge you more if I get everybody a trophy and all this. Mm-hmm. But if you get everybody a trophy, ain't gonna how is it build the next leaders and everything else behind mm-hmm. it? So true. You know. Oh, so so that, wow. that that's wow. that's that's a dynamic of wow. that. Ooh. But. Wow. It ain't the black people telling us that. It's yeah. all the white people that run the organization saying, no, you should do this. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't do that, their kids don't get no medal. That's what was birth out. There you go. They got yeah. tired of seeing all the black teams win. And they can't go home and be like this. Oh, My man, daddy, you own it. Yeah. Why I don't get a trophy? Yeah. They're not going to tell them because you're not good enough and go work harder. Mm-hmm. They go, you know what? Let me meet with Bob and them. Hey, let's meet up. 
hey, our kids ain't getting trophy because the black kids is destroying us. <laughs> hey, we need to create more places. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because like, you got this man. You got a point. You got a point. I'm tripping off. If everybody asks me to answer that question, I'm like, look, go back and listen to this listen episode. To this brother is much better in basketball than I ever was, and he explained it perfectly. We talk about that a lot, though, Mr. Tim. My background, man, is um a lot of a lot of us don't do this sport. Bowling. Oh, now I'm gonna be real with you. Uh me and my dad do it. My mom, she's in the audience. Uh love you, mom. She's in the audience. But uh she does it. My little brother, we do it. It's mm-hmm. a whole family affair. Mm-hmm. I personally, when we talk about competing, mm-hmm. look, man, I feel like I'm the best in the house. Mm-hmm. I ain't gotta throw my accolades out, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the best in the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I talk my stuff in the house. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the, the point I'm trying to make is, especially with an individual sport like bowling. You all you got. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the other five. Mm-hmm. So what about sports like bowling, track, mm-hmm. golf? Well, it's just you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I done, I done had some moments, man. Rest in peace to my good coach, Lynn Jordan. He gave me the only opportunity out of four schools. I, I put my highlight tapes out, all this stuff. He gave me the only opportunity, man, to be signed at a PWI as a black man on bowling scholarship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eight grand. Mm-hmm. God is good, man. And I think when you talk about competition, Bethel didn't want me. Wichita State, they didn't want me. There was competition. They probably wanted others. I just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But that man right there gave me that opportunity, and it, it it wasn't something I had to learn with participation trophies growing up. Mm-hmm. I know what first place looked like. I know what it smelled like, and that's what I want. You know, so just even in that realm, basketball, I think you you gave a great answer no, by just yeah. saying competition and competing is a part of life. It's life, man. It's a part of life. Yeah. Nah, yeah. It's, it's one of the dopest things. And you the only, you probably the second or third person mm-hmm. that I met mm-hmm. that bowl. My guy set free from the compound and created the seven hat. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 was a dog bowler too, and I used mm-hmm. to tease him about it when we was on tour. Mm-hmm. You do what? That's how they look at me. Yeah. That's how they look at me. Yeah. Black guys bowl recreation. What are you talking about? Man. Yeah. That's what they. Uh-huh. That's the thing. Let me tell you this story. Think about that. That was not a sport. That me growing up that I could go to for like man. to get out of the out of the doldrums, you know what I'm saying? Man. To get out the hood or whatever. Man. Bowling was not on the curriculum, man. Yeah, it was man. football, basketball, yeah, baseball. Yeah, that man. was it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No yeah. hockey, no tennis, no polo, no soccer, none no bowling, none, none of that. It was even, them three. Man. If you were not good at them Dude. three, you didn't play sports. Dude. That's just where it was. Oh, okay. One more, one more. Mm-hmm. Track. If you track. Fast, there you go. You're you right. If you were you're fast, right. You're right. You're track. Yep. Yeah, you're right. They'll come you're get right. you if you're yeah. fast. Yes. Yeah. 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 See, they'll come get you off the track field, track team and to play them other sports. Yeah, that's, that's where they that's did it. it. Yeah. That's so you played all the other sports and you ran track too. Yeah, you played two sports. That's true. I ran. I my son laugh because they be like, Dad, you was good at everything. I said, no, I wasn't good at everything. I couldn't come outside. So for me to get outside and hang around girls, I played sports. So, 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 like when Babel was over, I had to be, I had a curfew. It was dead yeah. in the hood. Yeah. I said, Oh, what's this? Oh, y'all playing tennis? Let me yeah. try this. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what days we, we at school? And then I got good. I got an award. Then, yeah. Second doubles. And then I said, Oh, oh God. dude, yeah. my, my yeah. first offer for college was a trash scholarship because I ran wow. cross country. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't uh-huh. have a clue. Mm-hmm. All I knew was, I used to get chased, so I just ran like the cops was chasing me. My, 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 my first race, I set the record oh in a two mile run as a rookie, as a freshman at mm. Rice High School, because mm. I just, I just ran it hard. Like, <laughs> I never yeah. took a, I never jogged. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm used to sprint. 
I think individual sports actually build a mind quicker because you only have to depend on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's no, it's no access mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. teammates, not yes, access to coach. Yes, sir. But when you're on that field, it's it's a mental, it's a mental block that you have so to go true. through. It it's like yeah. the free throw line. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, on an yeah. island, man. Yeah, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of people By that, that can't shoot that free throw, man. Yeah. You sitting like that free throw line, mm-hmm. like. I can say is we played we played a big time school mm-hmm. when I was at Winston State. Mm-hmm. We played in the Greensboro Arena. Mm-hmm. You know, it was big, it's mm-hmm. huge. You know, my whole life I make free throws. I can shoot right. free throws with my eyes closed right. and make them down. Right. We go in that arena. We play against you know one of the top powers, and I'm at the free throw line. And because you know that really huge, the, the reception and mm-hmm. death is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm trying to lock in. Yeah. <laughs> you see the crowd through the glass yeah. backboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's my first game Ooh. ever being a big win. Like, I'm going to be in the park. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah. And when I shot it, my mind was going in. Yeah. Right. Right. It didn't touch nothing. Oh, man. I shot oh, you air ball. No, you air didn't. ball. Yeah. Oh, and I was man. like, oh, man. You know how you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say what my coach said on the sideline. Yeah, You're like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah, right, right. I, I walked under the rim and had to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was legit. yeah. And the crowd in the back going like this. You know, they rock it. Right. And yeah, right. the rim look like it's going like this. Right. <laughs> like how the Dave and Buster's going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You told me. Yes, yeah. everybody out. Yes, yeah. that's true. The, that. Like you said, in the individual, yeah. so it builds. It builds a different. Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's why I think, like Tiger Woods was great at what he mm-hmm. did, and then you know I always tell people this: he also had issues, the issues he had with women because he couldn't, he didn't have no teammates to stop him. Mm, wow, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Ain't nobody holding him accountable. Yeah, that's funny. Like, yeah. So like individual also great, yeah, but yeah. at the same time it can hurt you. Accountability. Yeah, you, you ain't gonna know how to listen to nobody else because like I do this by myself all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true. Yeah. If he yeah. had one yeah. teammate, just wow. one. And now that might not be a good choice. Yeah, yeah. Would have steered his whole career. Right? You know what? Yeah, I ain't yeah, never yeah. thought about that. But that's a good analogy, man. Yeah, yeah that's a good analogy, man. He didn't have nobody to hold him accountable. Yeah. Like you said, I've got so good at this game. What can you tell me about man. women? Man. Look how I play this game. Yeah. You know Look at the, 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 the money that's being mm-hmm. generated because mm-hmm. of how well I play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That Indeed. makes sense, man. Man, um, how we looking on time for the first segment? We good? Three minutes. Do we want to get that question in about? The daddy daughter thing. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! No, it's gonna take too long. All right, we'll wait yeah, on. yeah. We'll wait on. I know we'll he got on. a good answer for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah. doubt, man. Yeah. We ask a question. We'll ask it in the second segment. Mm-hmm. Our, our audience, they probably laugh and they know what's up. Mm-hmm. So after this commercial break, we'll get into the vent and we'll ask you that question to us. Let's ask him. You want to ask him a question first or last? We I, may, I, I we, wait. You want to wait? I wait. Right, I that'll really work. Really that'll work. Let's get the story out, man. Tim getting yeah, man, man. otherwise and known one, man. as headache, man. And one, and one man is, is gracing our platform, man. And again, yes, we thank him for being on the show. Y'all know how we rock, man. We finna get into the real, the raw, the authentic, man. Everything that is involved in mental health in regards to Mr. Tim and his story, man. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Yes, sir. What's going on, Nashville? What's up, man? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Hope you guys are enjoying today's episode with my guy, Tim Giddens Sr., better known as Headache. Make sure y'all like, share, and comment on today's episode. But if you guys follow our platform, the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, then you know right about now we get into a commercial break. 
take some time guys unwind a little bit and check out today's commercial as we show support to paul george nba star paul george has a podcast called podcast pete with paul george and he talks about keeping it real and getting into conversations about the nba and mental health he has another nba star by the name of demar DeRozan, who joined him on his podcast titled podcast p with paul george black man ventu does not own any copyrights to today's commercial break but go check out today's commercial again on youtube Let's get into it. I want to touch on the mental health space. Um, you being one of the biggest uh, person occupied in, in this space, you and Kevin Love uh, gave me, you know, the, the the courage to be able to talk about, you know, day-to-day shit that went on with me and, and just to open up that, you know, that jar yeah. um, to the world, what I was dealing with in the bubble. Um, I want to, I want to, you know, what, 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 what inspired you or what encouraged you to, to pretty much, you know, go out. Cause it's, it's tough. Like when you say stuff, people take it as, oh, it's an excuse or, you know, he's tripping. He like, he's this, he's, they label you right away. But, you know, you definitely stood out there and, and, and kind of just, you know, explain what 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 was your thought process behind stuff and what was going on with you? Like, talk talk to us about that. I'm gonna be honest, it, it it wasn't no thought process. What what made me come out was just simply like pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like you carry so much, and you just feel so so empty and so heavy at the same time. To where it's like you want to lash out, mm-hmm. and that was just a lash out moment. You know what I mean? That turned into something so great. And um, looking back on it, like I didn't, I didn't plan. Like I'll be lying to you, saying I planned on doing that. Yeah, you know, it was it was my most purest emotion. You know what I mean? Because I always explain people, explain it to people that I'm close to. It's like, you know, we we always got to be a certain way when when it's time to go to work, mm-hmm. time to play. You know, like you said, like after games, if we lose a tough game, we we supposed to be always politically correct uh correct and like we're supposed to be this this way like when fuck that sometimes i want to yell sometimes i want to throw a a, a chair through a fucking window Mm -hmm. i gotta hold all this in and it's like like i just got to a point where i just got tired of feeling like a like a fraud of just always making it seem like someone was like i was okay all the Mm -hmm. time you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like people don't understand how hard it is when you a leader of a team that the, whatever good happened in this game or bad is gonna fall back on me, mm-hmm. and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just eat it. I'm supposed to sit back and eat it. And right. A lot of that shit just it weigh on you, it weigh on you because sometimes I want to fucking, I want to feel normal. Right. You know what I mean? I just want right. to feel like, I want to feel like dude over there that nobody bothering, that's sitting there enjoying his fucking sandwich and and, and just chilling. And, and living his life and laughing at something that's on his phone mm-hmm. without getting tapped on or feeling like I got, you know what I right, mean? And I right. just got fed up and just wanted to just like lash out. And that's right. where it came from. And with that, the most beautiful thing happened from it because I was able to share a story to help somebody else. You know what I mean? And that gave me a, a whole different type of strength in, in, 
and empathy for people in general that I hope that other people could see within us because mm-hmm. and about us making fucking millions of dollars because I know more millionaires that's fucking feel alone and more people that's 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 I know some broke motherfuckers that's happy as happy as hell. God damn, <laughs> right. they fucking Living happy. Life. I be hating. I be jealous of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They just be Facts. smiling and they're just happy. Like just ain't got ain't got nothing, but whatever they got is everything to them. Is in their pocket. I also All know they some motherfuckers who got everything that 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 feel like nothing. Empty. You know what wow, I mean? Man. So for me, just being able to share that story and allow, rather if it's athletes or anybody just to be able to express themselves because we all got a story that we hold in because we so judgmental and, mm-hmm. and want to, you know, pick at somebody because this happened or mm-hmm. they going through this when it's like, nah, man, it's, it's strength in telling stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I used to get through most of my di- days by like, I'll watch somebody's story randomly on, on fucking on TV and be like, God damn. What the fuck I'm complaining about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I could be, I could be like this, this person right there. I could be, it could be as bad as that. You know right. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know it sounds so cliche, but when people say it always could be worse, it really always could be worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with Real that, talk. just find the strength in being able to tell your story because you don't know, even if it helps one person, that's that's all we could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, we hold in so much shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I know. Even for me, I was. Growing up, it was always, man, man, keep your fucking head up. You better not cry. Mm. You bet you, nah, I don't want to hear you complain. So what? It was always that to where you you build up a disdain of having this internal aggression of always saying like, nah, fuck that. I, I, I'm never supposed to have sympathy, sympathy for myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So with that, how are you supposed to have empathy and sympathy for somebody else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, like once I just let that side of me go, you know, you open up a whole different realm. And granted, I'm fucking far from perfect. I still yeah. be having fucked up days yeah. where I just be As like, we all do. like, you know what I mean? But right. with that, I'm able to like address my emotions quicker instead of just tucking them away and, and running off, acting like they, they don't exist. You know right. what I mean? So right. that's just where all that came from. And I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still growing, trying to figure out even that aspect because it's a, it's a, it's, it's a continuous journey that, that, that comes with it. You know what I mean? And just like that, Nashville, just like mm-hmm. that, man, we're back, we're back. Good morning yeah, to you guys man. again. As I always say, if you're just now joining us, something's wrong What's with you, up? man. What's you up, get with man? us, man. We have, hey, man, if you ever have watched and won, mm-hmm. or just know anything about basketball, Headache is in the building, yeah, man. man. Headache, Headache is in the building. 13. Mr. Tim Giddens, yeah, we man. are excited to have him on the Black Men Vintage Podcast. Y'all know how the second half of our podcast rolls. We get into the story. Mm-hmm. We get into the real, the raw, and the authentic piece mm-hmm. behind mental health in our guests. Let's talk about it. Mr. Tim, what would you like to vent about today on Black Men Vintage? Oh, we we gotta change the podcast to a whole series just for headache. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, nah. Um, I just think I think in in life, I think I, I think the same as you. I think all men have it's um it's being validated and being accepted for the skills that you already have. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, our own people and the ones outside mm-hmm. don't contribute to help us get past that. Our mm-hmm. own people and, and and I think yeah. that. I think the better way to put it so everybody can understand me, mm-hmm. like being qualified ain't good enough for you to be qualified. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. they they, mm-hmm. they depict you as something, yes, sir. and they don't have the conversation, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. or they feel that you don't deserve it, right? And they don't award you for it. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. as a black man uh, doing anything, you always got to be 10 times better. Yes. And they been, then they tell us, oh, well, you know, y'all get a whole bunch of opportunities. Where? Mm-hmm. So when you get one, you should be able to keep one yes, off the off the, the quality of your work and right. off the credentials. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating because it's it, it doesn't happen that way. Yes, sir. Yep. It's all the things I've achieved in my life and everything we do, I always have to mm-hmm. re-va- revalidate myself yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sir. everybody. Yeah. So a lot so a lot of times I just stop talking. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll be like, you know, and unfortunately a lot of people go through this but in different ways is that they stop talking but they they stop healing mm, mm-hmm. stop and, healing and mm-hmm. you know because i have a relationship with god yeah i stopped talking one of my favorite bible verses is when he's sitting he's in the bible mm-hmm. and everybody's panicking mm-hmm. and i actually got saved off this verse and they talk about you no know, they run down they go lord lord we about to drown we're gonna see mm-hmm. he was sleeping on the storm yes sir mm-hmm. yes sir and he sat up yeah and he said, peace be still. Peace be still. Yeah. No, for me, that was at some point in your life, you have to just stop fighting things that don't belong to you. Come on, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to like, yeah. like you have to go, you know what? Yeah. I have the faith. So what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to give it to him. Yes, sir. I'm going to still work. I'm still going to run my race. Yes, sir. I'm going to do the best of my ability. Yes, but some things you can't, you can't, you just can't, you just can't deal with. Right. People are going to tell you they're your friends, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. And people are going to tell you how good you are. But they're not going to tell somebody else who they need to hear it so that way you can get that position mm-hmm. or get the opportunity so because they're so scared of you outdoing them. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part about it is they're not in the same category as you. Mm-hmm. They yep. just see you yep. being great. Yes, sir. And they don't want you to be great if they yes, can't sir. be great. Yes, sir. So those are a lot of a lot of things that I think a lot of men deal with, mm-hmm. but especially, you know, me, I had to learn how to deal with it in a certain way and continue to push. Okay. I think for me, it's my faith and also my family, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. They say iron sharpen iron. If I have, yes, the, sir. If I didn't have the wife that I had, yeah. Um, I think it. I think it would have damaged me a lot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. men. They say I would say we, we hunt and kill and destroy mm-hmm. to provide, mm-hmm. but at the same time, yeah. we want to be known that we hunting and killing the right stuff. True. Mm. True. So when you get there and you achieve it and you get a you get the accolade from outside. And you come back, and then you go for something that's inside our community or something like that, and you and you don't get the support that you get from somewhere else. Yeah. It becomes damaging. Yes, mm. yeah, you know, yeah. And then this is why we have a lot of black men who don't come back. No doubt, no doubt. Because they, because our own people rather tear us down for our accolades and wow. not hold us up. Wow, you know, Man. like, and that's Man. amazing to me. That's so, Man. that's so weird. Yeah, it, it is, is weird. Like, you know, like, yeah, it like, is weird. I achieve something, but you want to tear me down because I achieve something. Wow. If I didn't achieve something, I did something ghetto or hood or unproductive, you'll hold me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, know I, that, that's that's such a that's a sweet. And I, I'll touch on it because a lot of people won't. Yeah, like I'm a Christian black man. Yes, I sir. do things differently. I do certain things. Yes, sir. I'm flawed, but I'm still learning. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. But when I say stuff like that, it's always a stigma to oh, you know, like the Christian black man, like like. So what you do? You just pray every day. I said. I said no. I pray every day because that's my relationship, not yours. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. you gotta preach the Bible to everybody. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not even my spirit. That's mm-hmm. not what I've been called to do. Mm-hmm. I said. So that's not me. Mm-hmm. I said. If you want that, you can find somebody to do that. But I'm not going to do that. That's right. not what I do. Right. Unless God changed my command and changed what my my goal is in life, then mm-hmm. 
then, I, then if that's what you want me to do, I'm going to do it because I know he's going to provide for me whatever yes. I do. Yes. But yeah. it amazes me they attack like that. Yeah. Because they, cause they don't understand it. They got to belittle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So unfortunately, we have to we have to have the mental capacity to be able to know shrug it off because the great part about it is usually not the people that not don't look like us, mm-hmm. the right. people that look like us. Man, ain't that yeah. sad, mm-hmm. man? Yeah. What? Tell yeah. me, man. Just just your and I heard you just say it. Me and him was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when you just said it, but just recently, like a lot of rappers, they'll go and be successful, then they go back to their hometown and they get killed in their own hometown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How crazy is that? When they probably, they're trying to give back or something, and then somebody get mad at them or start hating on them because they went somewhere and got some fame and came back and trying to bless the community, and then you get mad and kill them. What is that, man? I, I, I give you a story. I talk, I talk about this. I tell my son about this a long time ago. When I first, when I first, like my senior year in high school, I got hurt my knee. I didn't get, I was recruited by a whole bunch of Division One schools, and I got mm-hmm. hurt. They stopped recruiting me. Mm-hmm. So while I'm going with some state for a year, then I can't, I can't, I got healthy. And I, I didn't play and I transferred, so I played Division One. Mm-hmm. By that time, I was still better than a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I had a big name in the city. Mm-hmm. So when I did that, I go play pickup in the park with my guys mm-hmm. and guys I grew up with. One of the dudes that we weren't, we weren't super tight, but we was okay. We grew up there. We played our whole life. Mm-hmm. I get in a fight with him. Cause I'm I'm out, you know, I'm in the park you know I'm killing everybody I, now I can dunk you know because mm-hmm. I've been in college a year I got my body's different all yeah. the, I came back six three yeah you know yeah. like one seventy I'm ripped because I've been yeah. working out you know in the south oh, yeah. Yeah. so you know the girls look at me differently yeah and that jealousy yeah. is different wow like, we were, we was friends wow like I always yeah. was better than you yeah right. and you knew yeah. it so you know, yeah. right <laughs> like, yeah. but it was right. it, and. And my wife had told me a long time ago, like when 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 you have a call on your life, you walk different. Yes, you mm. change the room when yeah. you walk in. Mm. Everybody's not gonna like that. Man, change she's room. so right. Yeah. So, she's so, so right. So Sometimes yeah. when you walk in a room, you have to make sure you have right people around you support you. Yes, sir. And when you go back to the hood, the biggest thing is like, I have a lot of friends like my boy Mace, Cam, all the guys that went to school with me, grew up with me, mm-hmm. as good friends. I remember them coming back. I'm like, you can't come back as shiny as you do. Mm. Sometimes you have to come back the same way you left. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that's not saying you got to come back bummy, but you just can't come back as fly because unfortunately, when you bring shiny shiny things around people that ain't used to seeing shiny things, mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. they're, wow. they're, 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 they're trying to take it from you. Mm-hmm. Because in our community, when you when you poor, you get the best way you can. Mm-hmm. And, right. and that's any means necessary. Right, so, right. So when you come back, unfortunately, when you come back in flash, it's different. And we all know this because we've been in the entertainment game for a while. When they see you on TV and see this and that, they don't understand the economics of anything, how it goes, oh, how yes, it works. Yeah, yes, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, so and, true. And, and that's that's another whole story right there. Mm-hmm. I'm in my first episode on ESPN. Mm-hmm. They know I'm fighting with the company to get money and, and, mm-hmm. and why I'm not getting paid for this episode. Mm-hmm. How you how you backdoor this and all this like that. All they see is that I'm on every channel. Uh, yeah, exactly, man. And they, 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 they automatically equate that yeah. with, yeah. with money. He yeah. got money now. He yeah. got money now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my own family. You know, wow. my own family. I get phone I get phone calls all the time. Like, yo, let me this. You got it. I had one of my own friends tell me one time I left the money when he was in school. With my close friends, and we 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 not close now, and you know that's because of his choice. And I'm like, lent the money, and like he, he told somebody else, like I'm not giving you back the money. He don't need it. 
<laughs> wow. Like, like why, why, why would you think that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, I might don't need it, but don't you make that. that don't you make the decision <laughs> to not give me what you owe me. Right. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I believe in this, and this, and this in the Bible. Like, I'm never, I, I don't want to be a borrower. The, mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. it isn't about the mm-hmm. borrower is a slave to the lender. Proverb. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you're right. That yes, is sir. in the Bible. And I, and I tell people all the time, I'm never going to ask you something I didn't give you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I give you love, you give me love back. Mm-hmm. That's if mm-hmm. I lend you money, give me my money yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I take yeah. care of your kid, you take care of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reciprocity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes, because a lot of people ain't around, and I, you know, I hate to say church people, but people of like minds, mm-hmm. of like spirits, mm-hmm. you tend to pick on what you got. You know, I, tell mm-hmm. them, I don't want to be around that. So when you got a rapper that go around that, mm-hmm. all they think about is that, yeah. you have to come with protective guards. Yeah. So unfortunately, a lot of us go out in the protection. Yeah. We, me and Ty were just talking about the other day. We was mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm tired of seeing our athletes who, who make 30 and 40 and 50 million mm-hmm. walk in any community without somebody that can protect you. Like, you know, unfortunately, John Moran. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him to ever have to carry a gun. I know a ton of officers. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to hire you to mm-hmm. do this and that. Mm-hmm. They train to do everything that you need them to do. Mm-hmm. So why do you need a, a, Why you need yeah. to be strapped? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't do it. But if you want to go to strip club, take security with you. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to go to the party, take security. Mm-hmm. You're worth 50 plus million. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Right. You're going to pay him $300 an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's hour would have saved him this fifty million he's losing right now. Exactly. Come on, man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And to You're me, exactly I thought he should have got a year because I don't see the remorse in anything that he's saying and doing. Yeah, it's not against him him being a bad person, but I've been teaching and training kids my whole life. Mm-hmm. I see foolishness when I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, the, the way you speak, the way you walk, the way oh, you yeah. talk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he mm-hmm. trying to, and it's sad, man, because he's trying to have a persona that he ain't about that life, man. He not about that life. So don't even try to be about that life. And here's another one, too. I know you probably know more about this than I do. But the people that are around you got to hold you accountable, too. So, like his daddy. Come on, dude. This your mm-hmm. boy, and I know you proud of him and what he doing, yeah. but you're not making it no better. You out here trying to pick fight with dudes and <laughs> you trying to be on his level. <laughs> no, nah, man, you the, you, just like yeah, I man. seen you interact with your son. Yeah. You're the father. Right. He's the son. Right. He, no matter what your what, no matter what your financial status ever be, mm-hmm. that's not going to change the, uh, the office of father yeah. and son. That ain't going to change that. It's going to always be that. I told you. Yo, 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 Nashville. What's up, guys? What's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. Hope you guys are enjoying our episode today. If you guys follow our platform, then you know the second half of our episode, we get into what we like to call the Black Men Vent 2 Black News Weekly segment, guys. What's going on in the city of Nashville that's blackity, blackity, black, man? Let's check it out. Today's Black Men Vent 2 Black News Weekly segment, we just got one event for you guys. And we've been showing the Nashville Pro-Amp love all through the month of July, man. If y'all want to see some good, old-fashioned basketball, man, come to East Nashville Magnet High School and check out all of the players that are a part of the Nashville Pro-Amp, man. Shout-out to Rasheed Walker. His legacy continues. Make sure you guys uh, tune in and tap in, man. Their next round of games will be July the 20th. The playoffs start July the 20th, guys. 
first round will start off at 6 o'clock, July the 20th, and then July the 23rd, the second round of the playoffs will begin. And lastly, July the 30th, will host a three-point shootout, a dunk contest, and championship Sunday, guys. All of the teams that are a part of the Nashville Pro-Am will battle together during these playoffs, and we'll see who will hold that chip at the end. Make sure you tap in, guys. Again, the next round of games is July the 20th at 6 p.m. Again, at East Nashville Magnet High School. Make sure y'all tap in, man. Them boys out there hooping. We thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's get back into it. So I told Ty the other day, I said my conversation, I went straight old school. I'd have called all the brothers. Hey, bros, get over here. All the uncles. I said, hey, son, bring all the people you hanging out with to the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody go in the garage. Mm-hmm. When they walk in the garage, all 15 of my best boys, mm-hmm. my dudes that's huge and strong, mm-hmm. we'd have walked them in the room, pulled the garage down, yeah. checked everybody, yeah. and we're like this. I want you to stand right here, son. We about to beat every one of these people up that allow you to fail. Mm. And every time he fell because of y'all, we're going to beat y'all up every day. <laughs> right. So, so they round him, yeah. yeah. So, make, so make a choice. Mm-hmm. Either you can leave now and forever hold your peace and never come back, ever, never, ever reach out to him. Right. But if every time this happened, you will see all 20 of us mm-hmm. of men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in his life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, there's already yeah. in his life. Yeah. 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 And, and if son, if yeah. you don't want us to do this, then you did. Cut ties right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you your last and only choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That's real. Because now that's real. you yeah. got to make a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In that moment. Career. Yeah. Family. Yeah, man. Wow. Or fake friends. Wow. Fake friends. Man. Wow. Man, mm-hmm. talk, of that, talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know when they hating on you, know they, they're fake. And you got other people that are coming in your life with different motives, man. Have you been able to spot them when you see them? Well, tomorrow, do they have to? In other words, do they have to show their colors for it before you see them? Well, I'm a little different because I grew up around a lot of older people, and also, mm. also, like I said before, I had a wall my whole life, mm-hmm. and you know, God been on my life forever. My wife, yeah, man. My, my wife always talk about it. I, I have a, I have a true discernment spirit. Discernment of spirit, yes, but you gotta I, have it. I got yeah. discernment spirit. Yeah. But, with my hood, my with hood, the hood with, mentality, with, with my hood spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And I tell people yeah. all the time, I said I already have friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not taking their spot. Mm-hmm. I already got family. Mm-hmm. So if you're not business or associate, what are we talking about? That's mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You want to do what? I have a person that handles that. You can reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and unfortunately, a lot of these, a lot of people understand this. Uh, friendship is earned, and trust is earned. Mm-hmm. So if you want, if you want to be that, then you have to earn it. Mm-hmm. And I tell my son this. I've been telling him since they was like five. His first time I had friends. A friendship is a lifetime. Stop yes. saying everybody's your best friend. Come on, so man. True. After yeah. two months. That's yeah, so yeah. They just like, yeah. associates made and, it. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I hate saying this because you know it's always my daughter. And my daughter's like, they like get their friend. It's my bestie. Mm-hmm. And then two months later, they mad because bestie did something they <laughs> yeah. like. Yep. And I go like yep. this. I told you she wasn't your bestie. You mm-hmm. only known her for a month. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they used to get mad at me because I'd be like, they'd be like, Dad, this is my best friend. Who? 
a kid over there? No, that's your associate. Mm-hmm. You just met him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dad, no, that's my friend. No, that's your associate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's his mama name? I don't know. What's his favorite color? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's his sister name? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know me having a sister? How's your best friend? Right. You don't know nothing, you don't know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of times, yeah. man, or just in general, in my opinion, friends, when you label somebody as a friend, you done had an experience with their friend. Mm-hmm. You done had a moment. It's hard to really get a true experience or a moment in 30 days. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I've always said that, true, in my opinion, you never really, really, truly know somebody at any point. I think you gave the um, advice to your son, man, that, you know, when you talk about the relationship status or whatnot, that as a man, before you even do anything, you need to have a conversation. Let's talk about the fact that we don't talk no more, just in general, mm-hmm. as black men. And Mr. Tim, what I was going to ask you leading into that question, man, is why don't men have that emotional withdrawal with other men without it being you're a part of something other than what it needs to be. And what I mean by that is a man can show you affection, brother. You know what I'm saying? And and, and if that man does not have the wherewithal or understanding of his own emotions, he'd be like, oh man, he he fruity or he 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 this or he that. Why don't we show that emotion and have those type of uh conversations with each other, man? Well we it ain't about feeling that type of way about each other man it's more so about man i'm a man i care about you vice versa Mm -hmm. and let's have this conversation to make Mm -hmm. both of us better why Mm -hmm. we don't have those type of those type of moments it's a statement i say all the time and my statement is this Mm -hmm. we in a world right now we have men betraying to be men because in the day i can have a real conversation with you right and tell you how i feel no doubt and if you're a real man you can either take it or walk away Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I believe in if you ask me a question, I'm going to yes, give sir. you an answer. Yes, sir. Your job is to be able to accept it or not accept it. Yes, make a adult decision on it. Exactly. So when I exactly. talk to another man, and you might be a guy I like to be affectionate. Right. I can tell you, I love everything about you, bro, but yeah. I don't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Guys ain't doing that. They right. go, oh, oh, man, I don't do that. Yo, you got to be Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Nah, he might be a dude like the hug. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. right. That's so point. true. That's so point. true, That's man. That's so true. I'm from a city, a dude that they give you the stiff arm, bro, mm-hmm. and, they yeah. want, and they don't want you to hug them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then right. you know that from that time on, you go, okay, he don't do that. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm gonna talk to him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. But exactly. unfortunately, like I said before, it comes back. A lot of men are trained to be men because they watching TV, and that's not real men. Yes, sir. Tell it. Yeah. Tell it. Yeah. Tell it. When I when I walk through anywhere I go, I walk straight. Yes, sir. And if you're walking to woman, you see me coming, and you know I'm walking straight. I'm not going to move. Yeah. You gotta make a decision. You gonna have to either say excuse me, mm-hmm. or get ran over. Because in the, the day, especially like young men, is that you have to know, understand, respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw me here, and we made eye contact. I'm gonna turn half. You are gonna turn half. If you don't, then we gonna just have a decision we have to make at the end of the day. Like, okay, okay we are gonna bump shoulders, and we gonna have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, we got away from being men. There you go. You know, like, we got away from being men. <laughs> yes, like, sir. Like if I saw if I saw yeah. if I saw your dad coming toward me because yeah. he's older than me and I tell you yeah. seasoned than me, right. I'm gonna step to the side and let him walk by. Boy, we don't do that. But we no but that, more, ain't, that ain't that ain't that, that ain't instilled in, oh. in everybody, man. You know that, Mr. Tim. That ain't but, you know. But that don't make it right though. But, no, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, that's yeah. not that's not yeah. a practice. I'm, 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 gonna mm-hmm. you know back, I'm gonna come back to your age generation mm-hmm. and we talk about this on the hood on hood hood one on one and just common sense. Yeah. I've been around the hood when you see that dude that's always going crazy, right? He be going crazy. Everybody go crazy. He go by, could go crazy. He go crazy, mm-hmm. go crazy. But then a dude that could walk through the street that, that killing everybody in the hood, what happened that moment when he walked by that crazy dude? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. he become normal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he, un- he understands. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, if he yeah. act crazy in that moment, uh-huh. the dude that's really crazy yeah. is gonna fix his craziness. What's well, so, right. Well, so right there? Yeah, right, <laughs> right there. That so, so why, so why can I check you? Yeah, yeah. And like you said before, get out of your feelings. Got to. And have a conversation. Got mm-hmm. to. Like when I when I was in Cincinnati and we and we had church, mm-hmm. I approached every man with honor and respect. Yes, but also too, if you're not asking what I need you to do, I'm a, I'm going to check you. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And when I check you, you you have any choice you want to have because I'm going to decide how I'm going to handle you. Right. And right. I don't have a problem doing that because no, at the end of the day, that's what my role as a man is. Yes, sir. Hey, bro, you can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. 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 What do you mean you can't do it right now because this isn't that? My last time telling you, we don't have to even have more conversation. Yes, sir. Yeah. You respect to leave it. Yeah. Do you think men, and I'm speaking in my generation, you speak speak on behalf of, uh, uh, talk talk about my generation. Do you think my generation of men, we've lost our assertiveness? I don't think assertiveness. I think we're, we're I think the generation right now, they're, they're too, they too passive in the wrong situation mm. and too aggressive in the situation they shouldn't be in. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Like, you know, all mm-hmm. the wrong stuff, they super yeah. aggressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. The stuff you should be aggressive yeah. and you mm-hmm. don't. So yes. emotional intelligence. We yeah. don't have yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, yeah. let's, let's give a better example for the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you have kids. I'm going to go to, like, something that I, that's close to me with family and me coaching. You have kids that's aggressive with their siblings. Mm-hmm. Oh, shut up. You don't do this. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Then you watch them in the audience of their friends and their families and, and at the school, mm-hmm. and they passive. Yeah, but that kid has been disrespected to them. Yeah, but they don't have the same energy they give their brothers and sisters because it's safe for sure. Mm. Right, right. Yes, it's sir. safe because yeah. you know your brother yeah. gonna smack you in your mouth because mommy and daddy ain't gonna let that happen. Exactly. Yeah, but be that same energy with the people outside of your home because mm-hmm. those people need to be that way with you because exactly. now you gotta create that. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, sir. I tell my kids yeah. that all the time. Yeah, I don't want to see you be like you always question what I do, but you don't question the person that got you in trouble. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like so man. so one of the one Man, of the, can you can you rerun that again? Can you, can you rerun? Can you say that again? Yeah, can you say it again? Man. You know, wow. like you don't question a person that's gonna get you in trouble. But one of the biggest things I tell when I talk to youth and I say, Hey, let me ask you a question. I say, What's the common denominator in your life? That's always gonna be your life. It's the common denominator in your life, and what's that? And they be like, raise your hand, say a whole bunch of other stuff. And they be like, I'm like, no. Yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the common denominator in everything you do in life. I said, I said, if you go home right now, if you go home and your friends say, let's go here, who fault is that? They'd be like, mine. I said, if you go home, you don't do your homework, who fault is that? Mine. Yes, sir. If your mom took the garbage out and you don't do it, who fault is that? Mine. What's the common denominator in that situation? Mm-hmm. So if you can control yes, everything sir. that you got to do for yourself. That's a good, that's a good. You would never have the issues you have because you only can control what you can do. So unfortunately, a lot of these people say, oh, you got to be able to do this. No, mm-hmm. I got to control me first. Yes, sir. If we control mm-hmm. more of me, mm-hmm. it'd be less of us mm-hmm. getting in trouble. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. it comes back to you being yeah. able to have a real conversation. Like, you know what? I, I grew up around a whole bunch of thugs, criminals, drug addicts, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I knew growing up, I didn't want that part in my life. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So I had to be the square that played basketball. Then when I got good, I was the cool kid. Mm-hmm. 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 I was a yeah. kid that had a curfew. Yeah. Oh, you whack. You had a curfew. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Was trying to keep me alive. Sure. Mm, no say doubt. that, man. No doubt. Say that. You know what I'm saying? I say didn't that. know at that time. Yeah. But then when I got good, now I became a cool kid. Yeah. Drug dealers like, hey, nah, don't touch him. He's a basketball player. Keep moving. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's the part that I mean, I tell kids, you're, what you're going to miss out on now, and it's mostly athletes and anybody trying to do anything in life, mm-hmm. what you're going to miss out right now in high school because you don't go to every party, you don't go here, right. or you're going to miss out on this one party because you're trying to work on this project for your job. Yeah. You're going to miss out right now to be successful in the future. Wow. And that's the hardest thing to do in life. Wow. To mm-hmm. not see the future, but have faith enough to work toward it. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. Not mm. see the future, but mm. have faith enough to work toward mm. it. That's it. That's what faith is all about. Yeah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm-hmm. the evidence of things unseen. That means you're working towards something you don't even see, mm-hmm. but you're working towards it, though, because mm-hmm. you believe in it. Mm-hmm. And when you believe in something, you'll work towards mm-hmm. it. I, I told him the other day, I got a poem called um, Man in the Mirror. And I mm-hmm. said, a dude gave it to me. But in high school, they told me I wasn't a Division one basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like people look at it now, I'm like that dude was crazy. Mm-hmm. But he told me, I, he said, he said you should go Division three. Mm-hmm. But I was a top ten point guard in 1994 in New York City. Mm-hmm. Why are you telling me to go Division three? Mm-hmm. Because you didn't see inside me what I had belief in myself. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't see it, mm-hmm. but you saw it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. every kid I played against, from Stephon Marbury down, I won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was the starting point guard. Right. Wasn't nobody else. Right. So why are you tell me I'm? Why are you tell me something because the energy that you want? Uh-huh, uh-huh. What, and it took me years to understand. Like afterwards, like yo, why did this dude? Now when I came out of college, like why did you think that of me? So less of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because I didn't meet your mm-hmm. criteria. My family background wasn't what it was. Mm-hmm. Did I not perform on the court? Mm-hmm. We just talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Like you didn't want to give me the accolades because of what? And that's where a lot of our kids, yeah. men. Women, yeah. all I'm dealing with. So true. Like so you true. hear somebody, you hear a group of people say, "Todd, that's whack. I don't know why you should do that." And they go, "Damn, all my friends say I shouldn't do it, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to do it." Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. the couple people that go out and reach out and do it, yeah, and push on faith and do it, yes, sir. They didn't want to sell yes, sir. Now, yes, sir. All the friends told Ty not to do it. They all want to be a part of it now. Yeah, right. all good. They all right. coming when it when it's gone. What, what that song up? Man. Back then they didn't want me. Now they all want me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's how they go. Mike yeah, Mike Jones. Yeah, shout out to Mike Jones. Man. Yeah. man, as we how we look? Yeah, we need to roll. Yeah, let's do this, man. We're gonna switch up the conversation a little bit. Man, we appreciate the conversation too, my bro. Oh brother. man, you giving yeah. us a great episode. Yeah. Mr. You appreciate Tim, the conversation, man, our audience bro. and uh, our fans, man. They gonna love it, man. So thank you for being here. The fun part. Let's get into yeah. it, man. You got two dogs. Yes. <laughs> how, what, what, how old are they? Uh, 14, uh, 111 going on 50. Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The 14-year-old. So what's the 14-year-old name? Uh, Trinity. Miss Trinity. Miss Trinity, if you're listening. Oh, I like that awesome name, man. man. Yeah, yeah I like awesome that name. Yeah. yeah. We're glad to have him on the show. So check this out. Let's put you in a scenario, Mr. Tim. Boom. So... Trinity getting ready for prom. She's getting ready for prom. Everybody okay. dying. It's <laughs> <laughs> time right there. I couldn't even get it out. I couldn't even get it out. He, he know where I'm going. Yeah, he know where I'm going. He know. He well, okay. I'm going to go ahead and put it out. I'm going to go ahead and put it out. If you're supposed to listen to our podcast regularly, when we get a real dad, yeah. we always ask yeah. him. So here it goes. Jaquan coming to the door. Boom, boom, boom. He knock on the door. You answer the door naturally, right? They're getting ready for prom. 
Hey, yo, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, Tim, hey, hey Tim, uh, what, 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 my girl Trinity at, man? You see, I got my car here. We finna, we finna ride out real quick. What's, what's up? What's she at? Your first response. After I choke him out, or because at that point, it ain't, it ain't even about my daughter no more. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, yeah. you don't respect me. Boom. Boom. Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't respect. Yeah. You don't respect me. Yes, sir. Like, and that's how he comes to the note. Like, hey, baby girl, go ahead and get undressed. I'm gonna take you out to eat. Yeah, um, because you're gonna have to go drop him off at the hospital. I'm gonna take it away from my daughter. I have a baby sister, yeah, and she, and she happened to be in my neighborhood in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to call her, and she's like, I'm on over so and so Avenue, and I go over to see her boyfriend's playing basketball in a oh. tournament, and he oh. know who I am. It's mm-hmm. in my hood, mm-hmm. they playing a little tournament. I've seen my sister a couple years. I'm in town. Mm-hmm. Hey, while he's playing, let's go get some eat. Mm-hmm. So I have a conversation with my baby sister. Yeah. Get some eat, buy McDonald's for her, bring him back. I'm mm-hmm. a car park, double park in front of the park. Mm-hmm. Come my guys out there. He come out. The game is over. Mm-hmm. I got my head turned. I hear him yelling at my sister. Mm-hmm. I look up. Mm-hmm. Unlock my door and get out my truck. Mm-hmm. Start walking. I like, no, he yelling at my sister. Mm-hmm. He mad because she was at the game to watch him play. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I walk up slowly. Mm-hmm. Now I'm walking up. Now everybody's in the hood that know me. They're like, they're like, yo, headache. Everybody, everything good? I said, yeah. no, nah, hold on a second. Yeah. I walk up to the conversation. I'm like, I'm like, sis, he talking. I said, what's going on? Mm-hmm. He, she go, oh, he mad because he think, well, she supposed to stay at my game. I said, hold on, Negro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not her boyfriend I'm trying to holler. At. This is my baby sister. Mm. Why'd you be quiet right now? Mm. He put his hands on you? Say, no, no. I said, what do you have of yours? Oh, that's my wife. Give her everything that she's supposed to have. I'm taking her home. No doubt. I said, I'm going to allow you to walk home today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. them wolves over there that grew up with me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they want every part of you. Mm-hmm. 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 I said, baby girl, I'm going to tell you in front of him, don't you ever call him and ask him to come get you ever again. Yes, sir. If I do, me and you might have to sever a relationship because I'm about to put my hands on him because I ain't going to let nobody yell at you in front of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And if he think he yell at you in my hood, yeah. he don't respect me. Mm-hmm. Again, like I told you earlier, mm-hmm. so it's not about him right. or your relationship. Yep. If it's a man in your life and they don't fear him, yeah. then you need to switch it up. And all the men that's listening understand that. Mm-hmm. We all had to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife, oh, yeah. My yeah. wife's dad is a pastor. When I first met him, I, yes, sir. Right. I, I had to go meet him. Yeah. Meet him, meet him. Yeah. yeah. And when I met him, <laughs> when we were dating, mm-hmm. I was older. Mm-hmm. And he told me he was a pastor. I was like, okay, what's your last name? He's like, Mr. O'Neill. I said, you're not my pastor, so I'm going to call you Mr. O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because right. at that time, part of my life, I didn't really trust a lot of pastors because I grew up in New York City and watched a lot of dirt. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, I'm not there. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't like my answer, but he had to respect me. Mm-hmm. I had to disrespect him. But yes, I just let him know, I'm not calling you pastor. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, you theirs, but you're not mine. I get mm-hmm. And from that point on, we argued until I married his daughter and he became my best friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I treated him like a man. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I showed him respect. He said what he said. I said what I said. Like yes, you said earlier, we got to make a decision from mm-hmm. there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was, yeah. was respectful. Yes, I sir. like that. Like, yeah. you know, Between but, two men. Two like, men. Yeah. And yeah. my wife didn't get it. At the time we was dating, she was nervous. Mm-hmm. 
Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we we's over 21. Yeah. That was daddy, but I had to let him know, like, your daughter's safe in my command. I'm not backing down from any man. Right, yes, right. But I'm gonna respect you because I'm in your house. Yes, yeah. Sir. So yeah. like you said, back to my daughter. Mm-hmm. If she first of all, she's not gonna choose a dude like that because she already know her dad's not hundred percent rap type. But she's not going to bring that home because the one thing I do do in God's advice, I make sure I take my daughter on a date at least once a month so mm-hmm. we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when a dude come along, mm-hmm. he's not doing mm-hmm. anything that daddy has done DBA, for him. Man. Yeah, man. I like that. I like that, like like, man. He don't open yeah. the door, keep it moving. There yes. you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 He cuts at you and I don't. Like, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He call you out your name and other than Trinity or her middle name. What, what was going on? That's real. Yeah. So yeah. I have we yeah. have to instill that in our daughters. And then when they, like you said, they come and do it on fear, then I got to make sure he fear me. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. But that date mm-hmm. was over by the time he did that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey. How we did back there? You hauled the stairs. Hey, baby, yeah. get my gun and my tux. <laughs> get the <to> going first. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this negro, yeah. and then I'm gonna take Trina to the prom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, look, man, we, we enjoy asking yeah. every girl yeah, man, that question. And we, it's we, always a unique answer. It's a unique answer. answer. Yeah. It's always a unique answer. Yeah. It's always a unique answer, man. As we. Get ready to wrap up, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Tim, it's man, been good, man, man, it's been good. It's definitely it's been, been good. Been real good. I'm a, um, we do this for every guest, man, and then we're naturally make sure you get your um, your social media handles and all this stuff. Yeah. And after we ask you this question, we put every guest in a scenario mm-hmm. where they just listen to everything you just said. They just heard the story, man. You getting it out the mud, so forth and so on. But it's the boy, it's a young man that's on a bridge right now that's still thinking about jumping that bridge. They just heard your whole story, Mr. Tim, everything that you went through, gone mm-hmm. through, and are persevering through. But they still thinking about suicide, still thinking about crashing out. They're on the edge of the bridge, getting ready to jump. Mm-hmm. They can't do it no more. If you could take two to three minutes to motivate, to influence, to get that brother off that bridge, what would you tell that brother right here, right now? Well, great question, because we deal with this all the time. And the first thing I tell them, I know where you've been. I understand where you've been. I know it's not to be felt worthy or felt wanted, felt needed, felt loved. So when you feel that way, you look for the easiest way out. But I can tell you this, when you look for the easiest way out, it's not gonna be what you want because you like being here. So let's, let's find the easy route to get better at what we wanna do. The biggest thing that we that we suffer in our community right now is the fact that we don't understand how to survive and be persuasive in our situation. Yes, sir. Yeah. Because what I mean by that is that you know the answer to your situation, but your pride will stop you to ask man. for help. Come on, man. I just told young men the other day, and right. you know, at the at the, the father we, we for the father event, the biggest thing for black men is our pride. Yeah. Yeah. So let me help you yeah. put your pride aside. Let me get you the stuff that you need. Yes, sir. I know what it's like to be on food stamps. Yeah. I know it's like not to eat. I know it's like not to have clothes to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to help me, so let me help you. Yes, sir. Listen to what I say. Because mm-hmm. in the day, you listen to what we say, we can get you help. Because the first thing you have to do is listen. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, everybody talk about it. 
my first time listening to God, he didn't tell me what to do. He told me to be quiet. And sometimes when you have to listen, you have to be quiet. Yes, sir. Right. Right. You know, so like any young man, listen to this. Understand there's people around you. You have to find that person that's going to help you and be genuine about it. Mm -hmm. And if you go to that person and they really who they say they are, they'll give you the assistance you have that you need or what you want to get out of it. Yeah. You know, a little a little white Jewish lady helped me through high school and I call her my god mom mm -hmm. to this day. Without her, I probably wouldn't have graduated high school. Wow. But wow. simple fact, somebody poured in me, but also I knew that yes, I knew sir. at the time I knew there was somebody that could help me. Yes, sir. Come on. Yes, man. sir. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. You know, so yep. that's that's one of the biggest things I can take from it. Yep. You yep. know, and, and and that's with any brother, any female, anybody. Yep. Yep. You don't have to make the hard choice. Yeah. But the hardest choice that you have to make is be able to ask from somebody for help and make sure it's the right person. Yeah, I love it. Great I answer. I like that answer, uh, man. Great answer, yeah, man. Yeah, I like that. Hey, man, the Black yeah. Man Venture Podcast, the only black father and son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. Why wouldn't you support something like this? Another yeah, episode man. in? Man, what a great episode, yeah. man. And Mr. Yeah. Tim, man, thank you for sharing part of your journey with us, man, and mm -hmm. part of your story, man. I like all the answers, man, all the dialogue we've had today, man. Mm -hmm. And even to the point where you've expressed it so many times a day and we really don't have time to go off into that piece but i i hear i've been hearing the overtone of you saying this man we as black men got to protect our black queens yeah. i've heard you say that you don't said it like for, like unconsciously yeah, yeah, yeah. three or four times right, right, in your responses right. mm -hmm. and we as brothers man we got to do better protecting our black queens man and and appreciating our black queens when we whom we have as mothers mm -hmm. aunts mm -hmm grandmothers so appreciate them man right. and i've been hearing you say that man but also i just i'm thankful for you coming man and thankful for you being a strong brother man and, and doing things in the community and want to give a shout out to my man Ty, 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 the one got him. Yeah, my man flew yeah. in from and one. He flew in to do some work oh, in other like, places, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and then Ty, we met him at an event, and he said he was gonna get him here. What he got fire, him here. He fire. was on time. He just did the show. Yeah. Black man vent too. Yeah. What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> Mr. Tim, give a shout out, man, to naturally um, anybody and everybody, man. Mr. Ty, the for the fathers event. Mm -hmm. um, just anything, man, that you may need to do, and your social media handles yes. for people to find you moving forward. Yes, sir. Yes, and yes, your wife's yes. minister also. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. First, I want to give you know give a shout out. Thank you, know God for allowing me to be able to come on the platform and be able to yes, share. Sir. Thank you. And I just start with that first because you know without him there's no me. Yes. And then I'll definitely give a shout out to my wife for allowing me to come on Father's Day. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. My handle is more worship, more gospel. She's a minister, um, TV show expert, wrote four books. Um, incredible, incredible black woman. So mm -hmm. you know, go support her. And I, yes. Our podcast stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm headache13.org. Um, you can reach out to me on my website and at, on IG. I'm H D A C H E one three. Um, also headache on uh, headache thirteen on Twitter on all followers. And how Dion Sonnet said, I'm not hard to find. <laughs> just, yes. just, 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 just reach out. Yes, um, also want to thank you know Dr. O, um, Tiger for having me here. Check mm -hmm. out his book also. Mm -hmm. He got a dope book. Ali Life, where he'll give them a lot of affirmations for the young youth to kind of go through their days. Yes, cool. You know, battling with mental health and stuff like that. Yes. And I look forward to my book coming soon. Um, it's called Life's a Beautiful Headache. Okay. You know, right. walking through my life and my struggle. Man. Um, like so, you know, just I um, thank y'all again for having me. Yes, yes sir. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. In Tennessee. Yeah. Um, 
This is a shout out, get some better DJs. I heard you say Rod Strickland, but that was you was a you was a teenager then. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I play I played against a lot. I played I played against I played against I played against what's say uh, Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. Blue by Mark. I heard Marbury, Charles, yeah. Charles Jones, mm-hmm. Marbury, Marbury. I played against all these guys. I won a lot of championships against a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm gonna say because he's he's one like it's just. He might listen to this. I don't Jer- know. Jerry McCullough. Like, there's, a lot, there's a lot of guys I play with that. That's yeah. Because, yeah. you know, New York City, you run against everybody. That's right. right. That's right. But, right. but I'm going to say this. He's going to defend this. And I'm going to say it because I know everybody know him. Yeah. I say, I say my young, my, my, my big bro and my partner in crime, Skiltamalu, Lou, is probably the most famous. Skiltamalu. Lou. The famous <laughs> guy in yeah. my era. Right yeah. But yeah. for the young guys that listen to this, Every guy you watch on social media from Bone Collector, professional, yeah, man. Yeah. I destroyed all of them when we play against them, and this is no cap. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and they and they won't say anything other than that. If they do, they lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Headache, 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 thirteen, man. In other words, you got a headache when you see me on the court. Hey, man. I like it, man. I like positivity. I tell everybody. I like it. Everybody says it's not such a thing as a good headache, but I want as an athlete, you have to be that headache on the floor. Yes, sir. Wow. And that's where yeah. it comes from. I'm gonna be headache on offense and defensively. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For my yes, life, sir. I'm gonna be a headache in the, in the spirit world when it comes to dealing with these devils that trying to stop. Oh, oh come on, my brother. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Headache for these devils now. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else for it, man. Hey, man, if you're not listening to this yeah, podcast, man. I don't know what's wrong with you, man. Headache 13, we thank you, brother, for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you, Chief, fellas. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. Fine. Nashville, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. Yeah. What's going on, Nashville? We want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. As mentioned earlier in today's episode, We want to make sure that we give honor and thanks to the sponsors of Black Men Ventu. Our sponsor for today's episode is none other than Mr. Tony Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins, we thank you for investing into the Black Men Ventu podcast. If you would like to be announced as a sponsor during our episodes give us an email at blackmenvent the number two at yahoo.com again if you would like to financially help and sponsor black man ventu please email us at b-l-a-c-k-m-e-n-v-e-n-t the number two at yahoo.com this has been another episode of the black man ventu podcast good morning